Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Gilberto Silva podcast show. We are back here after International Week and look ahead of uh, the Premier League games, important games ahead of us. And I'll bring again my friend, Team Chase, to talk about important subjects for next weekend. You know, it looks very promising again, as we have seen some of the last game of the Premier League. And um, let's see. Hope we can have a lot of goals. Welcome back, team. How are you, my friend? How are you doing, Captain? How are we? You all right? Yes, fantastic. How are you? Yeah, all right. Thanks, mate. How was your birthday? Was good. Was good. Very relaxed, you know, surrounded by family and friends, as we like, you know, surrounded by the good people uh, that we have in our life. It's always very enjoyable, very relaxed. Not much by Pirinha, very relaxed. It's good, you know, nice. very healthy, but full of happiness. Um, nice. We had like also, you know, the, I, a long weekend to enjoy a little bit more, you know, the break of it, you know, of, uh, Bank holiday, you know, it was quite a long weekend, but great to recovery and plan for the week ahead of us. Nice. So, as someone who's won the World Cup and was an Arsenal invincible, Copa Libertadores, um, and everything else, what does someone buy Gilberto Silva for his birthday? What did you get? <laughs> well, uh, I think for some people it's quite hard to think yeah. about what they are going to do, you know, what I'm going to buy. But uh, I got a few books from a friend of mine, and uh, my parents brought me a T-shirt. Normally, you know, I, I always been, I always tell people, don't, don't worry about it. important yeah. thing to have you around me, you know, as long as we can spend time together, have some fun. I think this is the best present I can have, you know, because uh, playing football in the last few years, now, away from the, my parents and uh, many of my friends, it's, uh, it's a blessing to have all of them around, close, to celebrate uh, another you know, coming year. And um, it's great because uh, then you re realize how important it is you know, to have this opportunity, especially for me, because um, traveling, all these uh, important dates, not only about my birthday, but uh, Christmas birthday, as well, I guess, you know, and many others. And uh, when I have this, this opportunity to spend with them, it's a blessing for me. I really enjoy it. Nice. Well, I haven't told you this, but, I, but I've sent you a gift. It was a little bit late um, being sent from England. Not my fault, but um, <laughs> let me know when you get it. I hope you enjoy it. Yes, yes. Some, I'm not going to give you any clues, but it's something really unique. So it's a, uh, yeah, just see what you get it. And I've been working with your son on this. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking oh. to Gilberto Junior to organise this. This this looks like you know you are organise some something behind me. <laughs> it's, it's all good. good. It's not a joke. Surprise! It's good. Uh, it's great. And uh, look forward to it, my friends. And I hope we'll solve the limit soon because now I start to get you know what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, right. So, what are we talking about today, mate? So, there are some some important subjects for us ahead of of uh, Premier League return after the international break, and um, the transfer window. We've been interested to talk about it, special for Arsenal. And uh, good news 
for Arsenal fans and uh, for the club as well. And some of the games, important games at the weekend, you know, good games, tough games. I look forward if we have plenty of goals as we what in the last game, last last few games. And um, yeah, basically today, you know, because of the international break, uh, we are not going to focus in international games, but uh, turning our attention back in the Premier League. And I uh, start from the, the transfer window. What do I think about it? You know, how, how was it? Uh, was uh, some clubs they, they didn't make uh, main movements, right. but for us, you know, especially, you know, concentrate on Arsenal. I believe that they, in the last day, they signed um, a player they, they were looking for for quite a long time. I've been told for a few years. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, talking about the central midfield, they signed a party from Atletico Madrid and um, yeah. very promising. I'm really looking forward for, to see him uh, fit in the team and uh, give the stability that uh, Arsenal need for all this, this last few years. Man. Yeah, because I mean, on the live show, well, they haven't really replaced you. I mean, we always say that wherever we, whenever we talk. Um, to Arsenal fans, whether it's on your live show or uh, whatever, we they always say we've never replaced you. Can you please come back? Um, but with your knee, there's no chance of you coming back anytime soon. Um, but they all, then the next question they ask is, who do you think you could replace you, and what do you think about Partey? I mean, Partey's we've been talking about it. I mean, we've been doing the podcast for nearly a year, and they've always been asking people. Fans have always been asking, what do you think about Partey? So here you go. Well, Arsenal have signed him now. What do you think about Partey? I'm happy is that uh, he's a very strong player, very good player, and he fits in this position. And um, as we have been talking in the last a few times here in the podcast, and um, this, this is a position that um, we don't see many, many, many players around the world doing this position so well, protecting the, the back four. Because um, last few years, I think has changed in this position. Instead of have a central midfield, you know, a strong one to protect the back four, back three, whatever the the manager call it, and yeah. uh, they 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 replace for like uh, having two number eights to to have a ball possession. But at some point, some of some teams were suffering mm. very much uh, at the back. Arsenal has been struggling in the last few years. But honestly, uh, for example, now they, Eunem is back uh, from loan. Yeah. Um, although he was not, in my opinion, maybe the best player in the world, but he was a very genuine player to play in this position. That he could do the job a very simple way, as you have to do. And right. even though I mean, he didn't get the, the, the credits he deserved because he's very quiet, very humble. He does his job and uh, do it uh, uh, very simple. But having Partey now, I think Partey is, uh, is above all him, is my opinion. Yeah. And uh, he has done so well at Atletico Madrid. I believe that for us, you know, uh, we'll bring um, uh, a different stability for the team. A different experience because he's an international player, 
as well, give to us you know, this, uh, I think the presence of a, a big guy on in the midfield yeah. will be so good for Arsenal defenders, for Arsenal uh, midfielders to have the support of uh, somebody who knows this position so well. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything that you kind of see in him about you? Is there any similarities between the two of you? I think it's, it's basically it's the, the way we play uh, in, the, in the defensive position, uh, protecting the back for understanding this. I think when you are in this position, you must understand what is your job. Because if you don't really understand, you, know, you can play there, but if you don't really understand what you have to do, you most of the time not going to get credit for what you do. But your job is very important for, for the team uh, to give the stability. As long as you understand that, I think it's important. I think he's a type of player who knows exactly what he has to do uh, in order to give the stability uh, for Arsenal in the middle of the park. And uh, I hope he can, can fit well in the squad. I'm sure he, he will be very welcome by everyone. He's a top player, and um, Arsenal players will give him a very warm welcome. And for the fans, I think uh, they, they, they will enjoy it very much. I think they are very happy to have um, a player of this statue uh, be signed by the club in the last day, <laughs> last day of the window. I think it was really important for us. I think Arsenal fans were like uh, kind of somehow desperate you know, to have a, a big, big signing in a position they really need. Yeah. You know? Because it's not about signing players just because you have to sign, but understand your needs. And Arsenal went to the point where they needed a player in the position and they signed a, a big name, a big player in this mm. position. This is the, the most important thing for me. Yeah, so obviously Edu, you're our teammate and Arteta are now working together. Do you, and it's his first real proper transfer window in pre-season. Um, do you think that they were working closely together and that was something that Arteta said, knowing that he's played for Arsenal um, and he knows that the defensive midfielder was key. Like it seemed, I don't know how it took them so long to buy a defensive midfielder because we know they never replaced you. But everyone in the world of football knew that they needed a defensive midfielder. But except the people at Arsenal. <laughs> um, so do you think Arteta, do you think that was a key hire for Arteta and Edu? I think uh, the, the good thing, um, if you see this sign now, uh, having both of them played in this position. Yeah, that's a good point. Who, you know, was a defensive midfield. Uh, I did a little bit more like number eight, you know, with good quality. But I understand the importance of having a, a strong midfield and to give stability for the team. I think it's a kind of key position, you know, uh, for, uh, for the defenders and those to give stability for the guys up front. And uh, I think this looks like one uh, piece of the puzzle that was missed for them to, to have a better stability. And I uh, hope um, that um, he fits well. 
I think what we need to uh, to look forward is for this, and I hope that he does well, and um, he give us you know, the strengths they they need. Yeah. They, they were like um, trying to find a player, but it was not easy to find anybody in this position. But now it seems like uh, they got the player they they were looking for for quite a long time, and. Um, Edu and Alfred working together is, is understanding exactly, I think, what are the needs of, uh, of the team. Because yeah. they transfer their abilities as a player, they were especially at Arsenal, in the position they are to understand exactly what, um, where they want to, to, to bring Arsenal, exactly. I think uh, the positiveness around them is very good. And the, between them is also great, but uh, understanding the needs and what uh, kind of player they need uh, to be to build or to make Arsenal stronger every opportunity they can. Yeah, yeah, I think it's really important, and and it shows um, how well Arteta is doing because what at Arsenal fourth, fourth. Yeah. There's lot. There's loads of them. Like one, two. There's I think there's five teams on nine points, isn't there? Uh, and Leicester running away with it. Well, I hope running away with it. Yeah, it's a very good start to, for us. And this uh, beginning of the season, they we can say, despite the fact on the, the position they finished in the Premier League last season, but uh, they finished this last season, they end up quite well. We can say that, uh, winning the, the FA Cup final. Yeah. But uh, starting the, the, new, the new season, um, nine points in four games is considering maybe the last the last few years we can say it's a, it's a good start but more yeah. important than that uh, starting well is important the consistency for, for them from now on and we see teams that uh, were in the middle of the table in the last few years now uh, they are on a different scenario a different position and uh, which for me is a, a, a sign that the Premier League of this year will be very interesting. Starting with a little bit of surprise when you look at the top of the table with Everton, then Villa. And, uh, but it uh, will be a big task um, for the, the bigger teams. It be a big task for them to catch up, to get the, the points and to see, wow, this sounds very, very different. We have to, to do something in order to, to be the top four and maintain our position. I think for the big team, the bigger teams in England, it will be uh, quite tough this year. This is what sounds like for me. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because... I mean, Manchester United, Manchester City normally spend loads in a transfer window. They didn't really spend that much. Nathan Ake. Um, uh, then Everton spent a bit. Chelsea obviously spent loads, but they hadn't had transfer. They hadn't had any, bought any players for two transfer windows because they had the ban. Um, I don't know. I don't understand Manchester United's hiring policy. <laughs> I don't understand why they keep on buying midfielders and old strikers. Um, it seems like it's a guy, they seem like a, someone who's scared of missing out on something, so they buy everyone. You know, if Cavani was 
uh, bought by, I don't know, Tottenham, or no, not Tottenham, by Chelsea. And he went then and scored 25 goals. They'll be pissed off that they didn't, they didn't buy him. I think they're, they're so scared about missing out on a, on a player that could be amazing that they just buy everybody because they did it with Alexis Sanchez. Why did they buy him? And he didn't perform very well. There just doesn't seem to be a clear, defined strategy in terms of their hiring policy. Um, like Cavani just doesn't make any sense to me, really. Honestly, for me, what they really need at this moment is defenders. Yeah. And I watch their, their games and um, they need central defenders. Uh, seems like they're, they are un unstable at the moment. If you see Maguire, uh, since the return... on the Premier League with him and Lindelof and um, looks like um, signing um, you know Edson Cavani at moments about um, maybe about an opportunity to have uh, a top play in the squad because he was free but uh, the point is going to work or not he's going to get the games uh, he's going to, to be play uh, replacing Marshall uh, Hushford, what's the plan? Greenwood, Behind. Greenwood. Yeah. You know, he's a young player. He's smashing them in. Promising young player. And uh, what's the strategy behind it? Uh, what's the plan? It's about time for us to see exactly what they want and uh, if it's going to work or not. And yeah. um, I think this is the point. They sign uh, a midfield as well. And um, But um, we have to wait and see how... How does uh, does the sign is going to bring what they are going to bring an offer for the team on the field? Because um, back in the last game, it was a very cheap result for them against Tottenham. It was like a tragedy. Mm. <laughs> but um, it looks like uh, there's something they, they need to, to adjust. Um, to, to work out to make the team uh, look better. I think they got a good players. Yeah. My opinion, my opinion is that, is that they, they got a good team. Seems like they need to something are missing the puzzle to organize them better on the field. They I seem scared. Them. I'm not the manager. <laughs> I don't want to say that it's right or wrong, but from my point of view, maybe he needs to, to find what's the best system. He, he's going to use the players he got because he got good players. This, yeah. for me, uh, is the opinion I've got. Yeah, I think, they look, I think they look nervous and scared and suffering with lack of confidence at the back. Um, I don't think they really know. I think they've got so many midfielders that they just don't know what who to play where. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I also think, I don't think that Lindelof is necessarily a, a bad defender. I don't think Bailly is a very good one. I think Lindelof is okay. Uh, and I think Harry Maguire is a good defender. But I think that um, David De Gea is not having a great run of form at the moment. He's making a few mistakes. And I think, that, and you probably know better than me, if your goalkeeper is making mistakes, it's, it's, it's tough to overcome that, I think. Um, until his form starts getting better. And I think that's what's having problems with the back four or the back three when they play. They're just so... Like Harry Maguire's rushing around trying to cover everybody and in, in the end gets himself out of position 
which then the whole strategy and the defensive lineup falls apart because he's rushing around trying to do things. And I think that comes from David Hayes having, I mean, he's, he's a great goalkeeper, but he's just having a bit of a shit run of form at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that lack of uh, consistency and he, if he drops the ball and makes another mistake, I think that's probably what Harry Maguire and the back defenders at Man United are kind of struggling with. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, for the next weekend, you know, they play Newcastle away. And Newcastle yeah. is, they are nine at the moment mm. on the table. And um, that's, uh, let's see how they are going to behave after the international break. Um, to, let's say, to get away from Tottenham last game. <laughs> away yeah. All the frustration, all the trouble. <laughs> yeah. Then let's see. Then you know another another club, another team. You know another interesting game um, for the weekend. Everton and Liverpool. A dev from Liverpool. Very yeah. different situation from last years. From yeah. Last year. yeah, yeah. Now we see Everton. You know, at the, in the top of the table. This is great, yeah. man. Amazing. I I really like that. Here in the last few years, Everton has been improving, improving. Then they brought Antelotti. I think it's giving them a different uh, perception about uh, reaching uh, the good level of football. I think the players are doing well at the moment. But as we know in the Premier League or in every competition, um, it's important to start well, but more important is keep the consistency to finish well. Yeah. And um, let's see how far Everton goes with this team. Uh, with uh, having Ancelotti um, as you know, uh, as a main leader of them, to inspire them, give them uh, all his experience and uh, confidence to the players. Players, when they started well, the confidence goes very high. But the game changes very often. You know, sometimes for some reason things change or in some games or during the course. But uh, let's see. And I think for Liverpool, um, I don't know if it's good or bad having a derby after the very tough result from last year. It's going to be a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, I think uh, the, the last result was really tough. For, for Liverpool, unexpected for most of us, I, yeah. I guess. For, me, for most of us, yes, that's true. <laughs> that's why I'm saying I, I don't know if it's going to be good or bad having a derby, a Liverpool derby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, when international break. Yeah. Well, after you had a, a a big loss, what did you want to do? Did you want to just get back and playing as soon as possible or did you feel like a break? So the scenario Liverpool, answer that. So after a big loss, do you, did you want to play a game as soon as possible? Well, sometimes it's good when you play, but um, depends on the situation. If you, don't have, if you do have an uh, injured player, sometimes it's better you recover. Try to understand, because the hardest thing is try to understand what's going wrong. What went yeah. wrong is more what happened? Uh, what you did wrong in this, this game? It seems like nothing worked in favor of Liverpool <laughs> for this game against Villa. Seems like you know the Villa was you know 
Of course, they, they were superior in the game because they were, you know, uh, a lack of, uh, they, they were, their, their confidence very high, play against a tough opponent. That, um, you know, nowadays, many teams, when they, they, they go to play against Liverpool, they understand it's going to be a tough game. But, um, of course, for me, was very surprised on the results. But we must say that Villa deserved to win. Because if you see the way they, they played, they were not scared. They were just playing their game. And every, everything worked perfectly for them. It could have been worse as it was. Yeah. They, they yeah. had a chance. Could be even worse. Maybe one of the biggest strategy in football results the last year against you know the last champion. Yeah, and it's against a team who nearly got relegated last season. Exactly. <laughs> it could have been twelve or thirteen. Yeah, this this that's why we love this game because uh, there's not about being the last champion. It's not about being the the one who was almost relegated, but it's about you know, uh, clean out the problems, but, you know, look forward and uh, play football with um, the strategy you've got, with the players you've got, and believe that we can do things. And um, then you see the the, uh, the, the the mentality of the game. It seems like they, they were too superior, too yeah. far away from Liverpool. That Quicker, stronger, first the ball, Swiss first the second ball. Play very easy, very yeah. easy between lines, and uh, for everyone, look at uh, Klopp's face. Seems like Klopp was, what's going on? Yeah, this isn't what's supposed to happen. Going on, I think for not only Klopp but everyone on the field for Liverpool. But I think yeah. um, after the international break, especially, I think uh, looks like was let's say um, take the blame, absorb it. And uh, work out in the last few days, um, prepare for an important match for the weekend against Everton. It's going to be tough, I guess. And um, for Liverpool, it's a chance for them to recover. For, for Everton, I guess it's um, like an opportunity to hit even harder the opponent. Yeah. Uh, They'll be up uh, Sorry? They'll be up for it, won't they? You know, it's their first. It's a, it's a derby, and it's uh, the last champions, and they're going to want to make them suffer. Yes, yeah, true. And then you know the last game of the day is. Um, oh no, no, we have a uh, Chelsea Southampton. I think for Chelsea is also a good opportunity. There are seven on the table at the moment. Yeah, it's um, a bit of a mixed bag for Chelsea this season. Ready? I think it's a bit it's a bit of a mixed season so far. I know it's only been four games, but I think there's a lot of players. They've signed a lot of players, big players. Um, and I think he just does, needs to work out his best team. They need to get more, more settled. Uh, but also, I think Lampard obviously came on board last season. There was not really any pressure in his first season because they had no transfers. He couldn't do any transfer windows. Yeah. Um, so I don't think there was any pressure. And I think he's a victim of his own success. So now he became third, I think, was it? Um, and was in the final of the FA Cup. And all was going amazing. They didn't win the FA Cup. Um, but now he's got pressure on him to succeed because he's now got spent 200 million or how much, how much is 250 million on players 
and the players that he wanted. So now he's under pressure. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how he performs. I think he's he's used to playing with pressure. You know, he's a big player, um, one of the greats, and he's going to be used to dealing with that. It's how the players, how he communicates with the players, is going to be interesting because sometimes some of the best players don't communicate that well with the with their team. Sorry, they don't become best coaches because they struggle to to communicate with their team. Um, so yeah, so it's be interesting. So yeah, I think they won four 0 last game, um, and so yeah, I'm kind of thinking I'm predicting a win against Southampton, but I don't think it'd be that easy. I think Southampton are a bit of a dark horse. Um, I think they'll, they'll Southampton will be all right this season, starting to play okay. Yeah, and yeah. then Arsenal have Manchester City. Yes. Game what do you think? It'll be interesting this game. When you look at, at the table, I'm just look, looking here. Arsenal is four at the moment. Yeah. The city, they, they are. Four things. <laughs> it's a totally different scenario compared yeah. to last seasons. But um, it's, a, it's a tough game. It's going to be a tough game. Yeah. For, for, well, especially Arteta going back. Back yeah. to Manchester. I think for Pepe, a little bit uh, sentimental of losing yeah. him for us. Yeah. And, uh, and for, I think for Pepe, it's, uh, it's an opportunity to, let's say, bring the team back to the spirit of the, the Premier League and uh, get points they, they are looking for. And um, it's been tough for them. Now, if you, if you look maybe out the season, uh, he got with uh, City and uh, didn't start as you know many people would expect them to start this season. And, yeah. Um, but um, it's going to be interesting to see their reaction if they how they are going to behave to behave in this game. But for Arsenal, I think they go full of confidence to this game. And now with uh, Partey the squad, I hope he. Returned from from national team, yeah. Uh, recovery for recovered fit to be part of the squad and to be playing the next weekend. I yeah. would be very 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 interested to to see this game. I'm really looking forward for the the weekend to watch all these games. You know, I don't know if I'm gonna watch all of them, but you know, um, uh, this. Um, it's like a battle outside the field, you know, with the two managers, one very experienced and uh, another one was like his pupil, Arteta and Pepe. Yeah. It would be interesting to see the, 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 both the two Spanish managers outside and see how they are going to set up their teams and um, who can, uh, can produce more to win the game. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, so what are you predicting the score to be? Well, I, I, I'll say 2-1 to Arsenal. I'll say 2-1 Arsenal. Okay. I'll go 2-1 Manchester City. <laughs> you want to do something for the others? We have a yeah. workout last season, but you know, we were not very good. We can start again, at least for this yeah. weekend. <laughs> this is my birthday this week. I don't want to upset myself too much. Maybe we'll start next week. We'll see how we go. Let's, let's start with these first and see how we get on. We're on a real yeah, weekend. We'll, 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 
You go only with this game and then you see. Yeah. That's, that's cool. it. I think, um, yeah, really looking forward for this uh, this weekend, uh, the return of the Premier League and um, look forward to see Partey future at Arsenal for the yeah. weekend against tough game as we oh, we all know. And uh, be interested to see the other results that they had, that the team's performance and see how some of them is going to react after a very bad last result. Stay with us with the podcast, listen to us, and uh, watch our channel on YouTube. Thank you very much, my friend. No worries, mate. Always a pleasure. All the best. Ciao. Ciao.